Bible, a Biblicist podcast. Well, thank you guys so much for being on another uh, conversation of Live the Bible. Um, unless this ends up being the first one, then it wouldn't be another one. But thanks for being on Live the Bible. Today, our guest is uh, Pastor Joel Coburnett. Thanks for being on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me. Looking forward to a good conversation. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to talk about something completely uncontroversial. We're going to talk about politics. Yeah. In 2020. So like, you know, completely like, no, yeah. it's not controversial <laughs> whatsoever. More importantly, we're going to be talking about political ideals versus God's kingdom. And we kind of want to break down what that means a little bit. But for starters, I'm going to ask you, as believers, I'm going to ask a twofold question. Yeah. Is it okay for us to have political ideologies, political opinions? And secondly, is it okay for us to talk about them? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, if we're honest, all of us have, have um, you know, p- political viewpoints. And, um, and I think it's, um, it's a great danger um, to not talk about those things. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's important we have to dialogue and we have to have good conversation with people, even people that we disagree with. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important that we're able to have those conversations. Yeah, I think I saw someone, I don't know if it was a meme or maybe someone had had, had, had typed it up, but it said, um, for all these years, people have said, you know, at the workplace or in different places, you don't talk about politics and you don't talk about religion. Yeah. And then it said, maybe instead, they should have, instead of saying don't talk about it, they should have taught us how to talk about yeah, politics and that's religion right. That's right. instead. And I think that's kind of, in, in America and our climate right now is like, in our social climate, it's like um, no matter what side of the aisle people are on politically, no matter which way they lean politically. And I know in America, like, it's very diverse of even political beliefs. It's yeah. like um, if you're not on in that position, then I can't talk to you because yeah. you're in favor of everything this politician or this group has ever said or done. And right. you're just as evil as every mistake that they've made. So it's yeah. like... Oh wow! It's like so it makes it really hard sometimes, especially as believers, because, and I think especially believers who are sensitive to it, it's like, you know, we don't want people to think that um, we don't want people to think that we align with people on everything, and that sure. you know this is exactly who we are as believers, or this party perfectly represents my yeah. Christian faith, because that doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. There isn't a Christian party for in 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 politics. Yeah, correct. Yep. So, so yep. you want to talk a little bit into that? Like, yeah. You know. No, I, I agree. And I think like, so with anything, um, and, and politics would, would, would fall under this. Like any time that you're, that, that you're not willing to have a conversation with someone that you disagree with, anytime we're not willing to even be challenged on things, um, I think that can be a danger. Yeah. And so, so as we're talking about politics, like I think that anytime there's, uh, maybe a group that wants to silence the conversation um you know well that can be a bad thing that that is a bad thing when that happens and so that is again like you said that doesn't mean we're going to agree on everything and even even in the the church and even like you know like you and i who theologically would probably agree just about on anything uh, but it doesn't mean we have to agree on um every fine point of yeah. politics. Yeah. And that's okay. Absolutely. Um, and, and we shouldn't be intimidated or afraid to be able to have that conversation. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really healthy. Like you said, not just within politics. And I'm glad you brought that up. Is like in the church, 
it's okay that we have different differing opinions on things. Mm-hmm. Something as simple as having different tastes in food, yeah. um, or your favorite sports team, or whatever. Now, I understand politics are more important than than food and sports teams, but like there's stuff that we can agree to disagree on within that world, especially when we're just talking about more of our political leanings in society versus um, major moral issues. Yeah. Um, and because I don't want to skim over that either. I don't want to be like, oh, politics is separate from all moral issues. Because right. that's not true. No. Um, and it's something we need to be honest about. Yeah. Um, we for sure need to be honest and have that conversation with people as well. Um, and explain maybe why we vote a certain way. Or why we would vote a certain yeah. way in regards to certain things. And so um, it's there is moral issues within politics. It's not just about how how. Which, what money is going where and how much taxes are you going to pay and, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not they should have posted that image or, yeah. well, you know, whatever it sure. is or um, or how someone looks that day. Or like, you know, politics gets really funny sometimes yeah. in regards to the things people make make fun of people for. Yeah. Once again, no matter what aisle you're on, like sometimes the politics gets really nasty really fast with people. Um, but there is these important moral issues that... Then when and once it crosses into that, I think we should be bold in yeah. regards to talking about politics um, when it hits comes into morality. Um, but that being said, is and I think we can give a couple of real examples. I don't want to just say that generally and be like, yeah. but I'm not going to listen to any of those moral sure. issues. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, talk I'll, I'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that here in just a minute. Is like my my concern is that what happens once again. Whatever moral issue you're thinking about, and because once again, this is hard for people to believe who might lean one way or the other. Um, there's people that, for moral reasons, will vote different than I would. Mm-hmm. All right. So whatever that is, and in the case with that, it's like, um, all right, I got my party in. I got I got my my guy or my lady in the office, and I'm so excited. Um, and then for four years. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Like, wait, hold on a second. So, like, no personal responsibility for yourself in your community. Like, what are you going to do? And it's just like, well, no, I, I have that person in office, so I don't have to worry about yeah. that anymore. And so, and that's just, it's, that's ridiculous. That's not, that's not how that works, especially as believers, that accountability that we have in the community to make a difference. So, um, so an example I'll give with that is, and what I'm afraid of what I've seen is on an issue like abortion, where I, I am definitely of the political position and I believe the moral obligation uh, to be in favor of, of, of ending abortion mm-hmm. legally. Yeah. Of overturning Roe versus Wade. Like I won't, I won't even stutter on that. It yeah. doesn't, doesn't bother me at all to have that conversation. On the political side of that, um, it's wrong. Um, whether or not people help with that issue, it's still wrong. But here's what happens sometimes. So let's say you vote pro-life. Oh, good. I don't have to worry about abortion anymore. Right. And that's just not true yeah. to reality. Yeah. But that's the mentality. Yeah. The mentality of, um, you know, my guy's in. Yep. Or my party's in. Yep. Um, and, and, and really, though, and, and it's such a great point, because the real change, though, the real change is when we're actually getting involved, where we're, we're taking place um, in our communities and knowing our communities and knowing our neighborhoods and being a voice of truth and 
and actually getting involved, um, you know, in those. Like, so, so another example, and this is a hot, hot button issue as well is, is racism. Yeah. And sure, let's have, let's have the conversation about it. Let's, as Bible believers and Bible teachers, let's absolutely, you know, renounce that biblically speaking. It's, it's detestable. Yeah. Um, but more than just speaking out, let's actually live in a way where we're, where we're going to see a change. Let's invite people into our lives who are of different skin color. Mm-hmm. And in the church, absolutely, it should look like that. Yeah. And um, so I think that's another example of... Absolutely. Sure, let's speak about it. Mm-hmm. But let's do more than that. Let's actually get involved mm-hmm. in doing something. No, that's really good. Like, like what it, The reality is this, is politics can't solve these problems. Like they might be able to help in some cases, right? But whether you're talking about abortion, whether it's about racism, whether you're talking about poverty, like no matter what issue you're talking about, it's not solved because a certain bill got passed. That's right. Like even if you get there, so like you, you, you see this resolve, like, all right, finally this bill is passed. And once again, I'm not saying we don't push for those things. Sure. But if every bill got passed that I politically is like, oh, this is good. Oh, this is great. You know, that there's, you know... Let's just say it's great. You know, they legalized, made it illegal to have abortions. You know, they've um, they've done some great things uh, during with racism and passed some great great uh, reform for those things, or like whatever it is, or like you know, oh, we're doing more things for the poor in our communities, or or this educational reform. And I was like, even if you pass all those things, you're still going to have racism. You're still going to have abortion. That's you're right. still going to have poverty. You're still going to have people who have a, a lack of education. Even if everything was passed, like like supposedly everything's perfect now in the world because all these bills and these politicians, and that's just not the case. Yeah. And so if we know that to be true, whether your your party's elected or not, whether you're whatever, every day it's a matter of what are you doing in your community today? You know better the needs of your community than the politicians do. Mm-hmm. You can make a bigger difference in your community than a politician can. That every day of being there and investing into people's lives yeah. And and so as believers, yes, get out and vote. Yes, talk about politics. Have honest conversations about these issues. But then go out and make a difference. Stop waiting for someone else to to be there. Yeah. Stop waiting for someone else to to take care of these these issues in our society. Of uh, it seems like we kind of take the gloves off sometimes in in politics and you know um, we can say whatever we want. We can make any jokes that we want. We can be as hurtful sure. as we want and yeah. forget. And, and I've talked about this recently in some in in a sermon and some other conversations with people of of we forget about the people behind the politics. Yeah. And I and, and when I said that I was talking about you know um, uh, about the people more than like politicians of like you just see someone you just see how they're registered to vote you just see sure. whatever or you just see this one political issue and you're forgetting that this person has real hurt and real problems and there's a reason that they're taking this position whatever sure um but that goes for the politicians too mm-hmm. like it goes for the politicians too it's like and there's some politicians that I can't stand yeah <laughs> all right I'll be honest there's some politicians I like this sure. can't, I can't stand hearing them talk it's like ah oh. <laughs> And it's, but I'm called to love them as a believer. That doesn't mean I can't disagree with them. Sure. But I can't have this angry, vicious as a believer. I'm called to something greater than that. I'm, I'm called to, to go above and beyond that. 
That's instead right. of having these, you know, grudges against people. Yeah. Um, well, and, and, and kind of along those lines too, it's like when we, when we come, when we as believers, um, when we come across as just very angry um, and very critical of, of people, um, you know, I think that we can burn bridges with people mm-hmm. um, instead of build bridges. Yeah. And again, that doesn't mean that we can't point out um, inconsistencies. doesn't mean that we can't point out sinful maybe policies that politicians have. doesn't mean that we, we can't. I mean, we're called to do that. Like yeah, we, we have absolutely. to do that. Uh, we have to stand firm. With the, if, if God has spoken with clarity in his yes. word, um, we can't ignore that. Um, but that doesn't mean like every other post on social media has to be um, just degrading and mocking um, in a personal way yeah. towards a politician that we don't agree with. I think in a lot of cases, um, we can burn, burn, burn a lot of bridges with people yeah. because they're looking at us first and foremost as aligning with a certain political candidate or party um, instead of first and foremost, we're a follower of Christ. Yeah. No, I think it's good. And I think I want to add one thing to that, and we'll kind of transition a little bit of the conversation, is that I think most people that I sit down with, especially people who might be on the on a differing opinion politically or, or, or lean a different way than I do politically, if I sit down like this in person and have a conversation, they find out that I don't agree with everything with with whom with whom I voted. Yeah. Or with whoever yep. I support. Yeah. It's like No, I no, I don't. I disagree with all this. I don't like this. And they find out, like, oh, so you're not an evil monster, you know. <laughs> and once again, that's on like both sides of the aisle that happens. Yeah. It, it tends, especially in election year, whatever party that you align with, um, you're the bad guy. Yeah. All right. So it doesn't matter, like, where you're, like, you're the evil, you're the yeah. evil, especially in 2020. Like, you're the evil villain, no matter what side that yep. you're on. Yep. Um, either one of you are destroying America. Mm-hmm. It just goes straight to that. If you vote for so and so, it's the end of our country. Yeah. No matter like that's literally everybody. So <laughs> so it's like um, instead of saying, well, you know, here's some reasons why I would do this, and here's what I don't like, but here's why I can't vote for so and so and this. But if you sit down and have a candid conversation with people in person, I think most people, it's okay to have the conversation. Yeah. But when it's like trolling people on social media, sure. Like. That's not a conversation. No. You don't understand people's tone, what they're saying. Um, they just heard you say so-and-so's name, and it's the end of the world. Yeah. Um, and so that, that can be the same thing even with, with the different protests and things that happen, you know, and, and still happen with you know, Black Lives Matter and yeah. all that. Like, there can be a big misunderstanding of like, you know, well, you know, I obviously, yeah, I, I support the fact that Black Lives do matter. Yeah. And, and we and and I I also believe that you should have the right to protest. Sure. But I'm definitely against rioting and burning down buildings and all that. But some people say, yeah, I'm, protest. Your Black Lives Do Matter. Oh, so you support the Marxist organization sure, Black sure. Lives Matter? And yeah, you know, it'll just go straight to there with some people. It's yeah. like you support the riots. No, I condemn the riots. Yeah. I'm against Marxism. Like no problem. Um, you know, and then some people go the other way of like, you know, I, I can't say that Black Lives Matter because they're going to assume that I'm a Marxist sure. because of this organization yeah. or like, it just, and then nobody can talk about it. Yeah. And it's like, it's just like the whole conversation stops yeah. because it gets political yeah. instead of being like kingdom mindset. Because like, well, yeah. like I, I, I'm against racism. I've always been against racism as Christians. 
we're required to be against racism in our beliefs. Like it's like sure. it's it's in our Christian worldview to oppose uh, to oppose racism, and so we can talk about it. Yeah. Without getting into the politics of well, this organization, what they feed money to, and all this, like, and that's the political side of it, and we can have that conversation, but like, but we can openly talk about a problem of racism because yeah. we're in agreement as Christians. Absolutely, and that's another perfect example of why we have to have that conversation. Yeah. Because if we're just posting hashtags, or if we're right. if 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 we're if people are just assuming by you know one one phrase or one sentence, well, it's like. Then you're kind of trapped. Like, okay, well, you're either a communist or a racist. <laughs> right. And it's like, well, well, the scripture condemns, you know, both of those things. Right. Or, or even with like, like the Black Lives Matter movement, like you had mentioned, like there's things that they promote that I would say we could clearly show in scripture right. that we can't promote Absolutely. and that we should actually stand against. Absolutely. Um, but like you said, though, it's very important that we. Uh, that, that we as Christians um, are very clear that like, yes, that black lives do matter mm-hmm. because why? Why is that? Well, because they're made in the image of God and they're brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and so we have an obligation. And honestly, because of the change Christ has made in us, we have a desire Absolutely. to want to treat people with love and dignity and respect. Um, and so... And so a perfect example, though, of why we have to be able to have a conversation. Yes. Because one sentence, it's like someone will either put you in one of those categories. Right. And it's like we would say, well, no, we're, we're obligated to follow all of God's word. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there's, there's uh, certain things about a, the, the, the BLM movement we would strongly disagree with. Right. Um, but on the other hand... We strongly oppose any kind of racism and tribalism. Yes. The same scripture um, forces us to do both of those things. Yes. And it's, and it's because complicate, polit, polit, politics get that hairy. They get yeah. that tangled where all of a sudden people try, um, what do you call it? They try grabbing into these, putting their claws into things. And all of a sudden everyone's connected. Like it's all connected. Yeah. And so... I. 100% agree with you. Like we have to have these conversations and explain our positions on things and it, you can't just put a, a line on Twitter and everyone's going to understand your yeah. position yeah. on something. Yeah. And this is it's just no. it's not healthy. I, I think I, I just saw on Twitter someone lost like 6,000 followers because they had posted an article about racism, but even the titles of the articles implied something that was offensive to people and so they, yeah. they dropped it because you can't explain yourself with the amount of characters that you're allowed on Twitter. Yeah. Like it just, you can't do it. But if they said that and had a conversation, they'd probably mostly agree on some of these things. Yeah. But social media is not a great platform for doing that. Once yeah. again, this comes back to what's the best way, once again, this is everything, but in the case of racism, what's the best way to combat racism? It's what you're doing yeah. right now right. in your community. That's right. Um, so that being said, it, what happens is... <laughs> Especially every four years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every four years is that our, our social media accounts, um, our conversations, everything seems to be very political. Yeah. Every post, every conversation, I take this stand with this group or I take this position, I'm for this, I'm against this. Um, and then sometimes through, through the all of that, we know where someone's at politically, but, but all of a sudden... It seems like Christ is talked about less. Yeah. 
Because what's important is that our group wins in November. Sure. <laughs> not that Jesus has his way. Not that God can do a work in our country. No, that we get the candidate that we want. Yeah. That we get this bill passed that we want. That we, whatever. Once again, we started out with saying there is important aspects to that. But what, ha- what happens when, as believers in the church, all people see is our political positions yeah. and don't see our biblical positions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think there's a huge danger of that. And I think it's like we, again, as as believers, and even more specifically for us as pastors that are getting up and teaching the word of God. Um, and like you said, like some of these political issues, they're going to come up because they're moral issues. They're biblical issues. And so... We can't shy away from those. Um, but on the other hand, if every sermon and every everything we're posting on any on all of our social media is only aligning ourselves with a certain political candidate, a certain political party, and it become the message becomes um, where the American flag flies above the Christian flag, <laughs> and to where that is our most important message, and I think that. I think that's a mistake. And again, like I, I love the country that we're in. Yeah. And I want to teach my children to love our country. Yeah. That doesn't mean we're a perfect country. That doesn't mean yeah. we can't even talk about uh, things in the past yeah. that weren't biblical, that weren't good. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean we can't, we should do those things. But I think we can love our country and 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 teach our children a love and respect for our country. But at the same time, um, you know, we have to understand that first and foremost is that we're followers of Christ. Yeah. And that everything then flows underneath that, yeah, and flows through that. Absolutely, I think that's. I, we have limited time, limited resources, and I repeat that over and over again with our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, at the end of the day, when I'm gone, do I want people to know? How would I sit on politically? Mm. Mm. Or do I want them to know Christ alone? Yeah. And once again, sometimes that crosses. My stand for Christ can go into politics. Sure. I'm, once again, I'm not trying to, to skim over that. Like that's not true. Sure. But if it is Christ alone, that's what people will know about me at the end of the day. Not a political party. Yeah, not, that's not right. A, not, a, not a group. Not a, yeah. you know, I... And I, so I think as believers, we have to recognize that we do have this higher calling. And I agree, like, I, I, I want my kids to know American history. I think yeah. they, there's, there's a heritage they, they, they can be excited about and they can have a love for country. And we can honestly talk about the mistakes our country has made uh, the, and the problems in our country today. And we can openly sure. talk about those things. Because um, part of a love of country is becoming a better country. I mean, if you don't love yeah. your country, you could care less what they do, sure. right? So, like, I think it's really yeah. important to have love of country. Point. So, like, um, so I think that is really important. But at the end of the day, um, I want my kids. I want, I want them to know Christ alone. I want to know Christ yeah. alone. I want my neighbors to know Christ alone. Yeah. I mean, do my my and then my literal neighbors? I mean, do they are they do they know more about my political position, or they know more about my 
position with with God, like yeah. and how I feel right. about Jesus, and like no, like oh, but they know who I'm voting for, and they yeah. know, you know, whatever. Like and that can it be politics, that can be anything, you know. Sure. Like, but like, how do people know us in our community? What do they know us by? And I want people to know us by our fruit. Yeah. And um, I, I I fear this. Um, and and I lo- and I love our country. And I and I have very strong political opinions mm-hmm. about what direction our country should go, not sure. just in moral matters, but in political matters yeah. as well. Because I want the country to be a strong country for my kids and my grandkids and the generations to come, and I want there to be religious freedom for churches and country and, and generations to come. Absolutely, yeah. I do. Um, and. But I'm afraid that as Christians, if we had to choose between God doing an incredible work and people getting saved and churches revived, or choose a country that isn't what we want politically, mm-hmm. maybe to our greatest fears of freedoms being stripped away sure. and having underground church and, and First and Second Amendments just a big joke at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Which I don't want that. But if I had to choose between revival or the country that I want, what would I choose? Mm. And I'm afraid that a lot of Christians in America, because they're so used to comfort and the things that we want, we would choose that over that. Now, I'm not saying that we have to. I'm not saying that we have to choose revival um, and we can't have the country that we desire to have. Yeah. Um, I think we can seek after God and stand for truth and stand for religious freedom and stand for our rights as Americans. Sure. And, and absolutely, I think we can do both of those things. Mm-hmm. But I'm just using that as an extreme example. Sure. I'm afraid that sometimes we can get so caught up in politics that we forget who we are in Christ and what our calling is um, in Christ, yeah. first and foremost. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that that's a good, it's a good question. It's a good question to ask ourselves. Would we be willing um, to, to withgo some of the even freedoms, the comforts that we've had? Um, and would we, would we name the name of Christ, even if it costs something? Yeah. Um, and again, like not that we want that or desire that. Um, but it's a good point. Like, cause, I mean, I think we can have a, a spiritual revival. Um regardless yeah. of who's in office, yes. regardless of even what the political policies are. And we just have to look we just have to look to history to see that. Absolutely. Where the church can and has thrived even in a context of suffering yeah. and persecution. Just for a moment, let's talk about um, churches, Christian leaders who have a have well, first I'll say this. There's some there's some churches and leaders and universities who've taken a very extreme political stance. Like, yeah. you know, we're with this party, we're yeah. with this person, we're doing this, you know, and, and that extreme yeah. of like we all we know is that and yeah. not Christ. And I think that's its own problem. But there's another extreme, which is we're never gonna talk about politics. Mm-hmm. We're never even gonna talk about the moral issues within politics. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna even have a conversation. That's not gonna talk about it. We're just going to act like there isn't anything to talk about. What's, what are the dangers of pastors, churches, Christian leaders avoiding politics 100%? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think that's a good point because we see we see in some cases where it's like um, churches or pastors or Christians, we idolize 
um, a politician. And then I think we look really foolish. Mm-hmm. We can look really, really foolish by then becoming, trying to defend everything that they do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's just impossible. <laughs> Which is really hard. <laughs> you, you see that, exactly. Because honestly, a lot of politicians, or probably all of them, you know, they, they're, they're just like any of us. Like, we, we're sinners. We're fallen. And, you know, I think we make the mistake of trying to, to become a defender yeah. of everything that they do. You know, why can't we, for no matter who's in office, why can't we applaud and, and celebrate when there's good decisions that are made, mm-hmm. uh, maybe when there's even we see like biblical principles, whether they even know that it's a biblical principle or not, why can't we celebrate those things, yeah. but then also speak out and, and condemn the, the sinful actions? Yeah. Or, you know, I, I think that's just a big mistake. We put ourselves in a bad spot. And honestly, you know, I, I think a lot of, um, I'm not speaking in like a condescending judgmental way like oh we have the perfect balance because we all we all tend to think that we have the perfect balance (laughs) but i saw you know at the 2016 election like and there were there were some pastors that were like absolutely trying to defend every single thing about donald trump (laughs) and and i see that and i see like okay why can't we applaud some of the good things and even some of the things we can all love and appreciate um without idolizing and without thinking that that there could be no wrongdoing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a big mistake um, because I think again we the message can come across that like that that flag of our political party or political candidate flies above everything else, yeah. including um, including our faith. Yeah. Um, but then on the other hand, it's like you see, I I, I think a lot of churches or, or some churches anyway and some pastors where. They don't want to deal with anything politically. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is the Bible deals with it. You know, a lot of these things are are clearly moral. They're clearly biblical issues. Whether, like you mentioned, you know, abortion and, and being able to, um, to stand up and defend um, the lives of the unborn. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we as Christians have to be able to speak into that. And we have to do it boldly. Mm-hmm. Thing like sexuality. Um, and, and morale, like those things, well, God has spoken with clarity on those things. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to avoid those things and not talk about those things, well, then we're avoiding things that the Bible clearly teaches. Mm-hmm. And as pastors, as, as Christian leaders, we're called to deal with those things. Mm-hmm. So we can't just, we, we, we can't just uh, put that, well, that's under a political Right. category and ignore it. Right. If it's something that, that's in the scripture, we have to be bold. And we can be loving and we Absolutely. should be loving. Uh, but yet we also got to be bold yeah. in, in preach what uh, what God has said. If God has spoken, yes. if God has spoken with clarity on issues, um, then we can't shy away from those things. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think it's what happens sometimes, unfortunately, is believers and, and unbelievers alike will make things moral issues that aren't moral issues. Sure. And want to die on those hills of like, yeah. but if but if you're a Christian, you should support this. Yeah. Well, yeah. it sounds good, mm-hmm. except you have to show me where does God tell me I have to fight for that? Yeah, that's right. Where does God tell me I have to have a position on this? Yeah. Where does, and maybe politically I might even agree with you, but you can't, you can't, you can't just blanket onto a Christian yeah. This is the stance you have to have. If you care about 
people, yeah. right? And so once again, I'll speak into this because this is the one I like can probably speak the most clear on boldly about is like, if you don't support Planned Parenthood, then you don't care about women. You don't care about their health. You want women to die from cancer if you don't support Planned Parenthood. It, this extreme, like crazy position yeah. that Planned Parenthood is the only, only place in America where you can get birth control. Sure. The only place in America where you can have tests done. Um, well, in reality, in our communities across America and in our own communities, there's alternative health care for women that aren't number one abortion clinics. Yeah. And so as a Christian who is 100% opposed to the murder of unborn and the murder of anyone, mm -hmm. obviously I wouldn't be supportive of an organization that encourages people to abort their children. Right. Right. Encourages them to do it and does it in massive numbers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But as being an active part of my community, I'm very supportive of all the alternate care to yeah. abortion clinics that exists in our own town, in our yeah. own community. There's lots of them. It's a political lie to say that they're the without that, without Planned Parenthood, women won't be taken care of. Sure. Which is a political agenda absolutely. on that, like hardcore political move on that. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's like it's it's you know, you, you can't say, well, if you support um, or if you're against abortion, then, um, well, you're not doing anything for those kids once they're born. Right. You know, that's a false narrative. You it know, I, I look at that as like even within the church and I'm not patting ourselves on the back saying, you know, that we're doing everything that we can. I'm sure there's more that we could do. But I look at even just the organizations that our church is involved with mm -hmm. and try and, and that we try to help with. Well, you know, that's to me, that's offensive. To say, mm -hmm. well, you guys are against abortion, um, but then you don't care about kids once they are born. I would say, well, absolutely not. Like, we, we do care about them. And that's why we're involved in the areas we are involved absolutely. in of trying to, to help people, um, whether it's with, with, with feeding people that need meals or, or clothing people that need clothes or providing um, uh, providing even um, different agencies within our community, connecting people with them who need help. And so I think that's another example of like, well, like you don't have to choose one or the other. Like yeah. we can condemn abortion and at the same time we can say, and we're also for kids outside of the womb too. Yeah. And let's love them and try to help them and try to help absolutely. single parents that are out there. Absolutely. No, absolutely. I and so I think it's really important. We have to take positions on these moral issues. Yeah. We have to be involved with that. Um, you know, once again, even beyond politics, like what are we going to do in our community for for those things? Mm -hmm. And so we can't just not talk about them. And in fact, in regards, because we brought it up quite a bit uh, about abortion, I'll probably in the near future have like a whole conversation on abortion yeah. because it's another one of those topics. If you don't have a full conversation about it, you will misunderstand what you're saying sure. about it. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll put one little asterisk in that is like, if someone's had an abortion, we don't hate you. Oh, absolutely not. God loves you. There's restoration. There's redemption. We believe that it was wrong. You should not have done that. But there's forgiveness, there's restoration, there's Absolutely. redemption. We love you. We're, and we're so sorry that people pushed you to that. Yeah. Um, and in reality, 
um, for me personally, I'm more angry with the system that pushed you to it than with you. And so, like, I want that to be very clear. Absolutely. And so, Good and I would take that position yeah, very carefully. Point. And so, of the hill I'm willing to die on is where God has spoken, as you're saying. Yeah. God has spoken against this. This is immoral. This is wrong. And so, on the political level, if they're doing that, of course I'm going to oppose that. Yeah. This is my country. This is where I live. So, as a nation, as a country... You know, I'm gonna, I wanna be, I wanna, I wanna err on the side of of God's morality, not on my political opinion or what yeah. is a big deal to me. Yeah, I want, I'm going to stick with what God says, and He's spoken clearly on. And so we yeah. need to be careful about point. raising these issues way up here. Of like, well, we need to stand against this, and it's like, well, maybe you have a valid point, but on my list of priorities, I'm going to put what God has said as my priorities for what I'm gonna talk about politically and vote politically is what God yeah. has spoken. Um, but more importantly than that, and, and that this kind of the conversation has revolved around is, Hey, understand there's moral issues in politics. Understand it's okay to talk about politics. It's Mm -hmm. okay to have disagreements about politics. Yeah. Um, I think we need to come to conclusions together on moral issues, but I think different political ideologies, we have to acknowledge that we can differ, have different opinions on that. Um, so have conversations, be informed, go vote in November, and you should vote for... I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't... <laughs> I'm going to put a little tag here in the bottom of the screen. I'm just kidding. Um, all right, go, go, go vote in November, and then um, be active in that. But more important than that, what are you doing in your community? Mm-hmm. We complain that if we vote this way, the poor won't be taken care of. But if we vote this way, then this group won't be taken care of. Yeah. Right? We have to choose. Right. We have to choose this moral issue over this moral issue. And sometimes that's the case. Like there's there's politicians where they're taking care of something, but this one isn't. Sometimes yeah. that's the case. And sure. it's like, oh man, I gotta pick one. They both have really sure. similar moral issues that they're dealing with here. But but that's why I get to this. Politicians out of the equation, right? So do those things. Politicians out of the equation. First and foremost, tell people about Jesus. Tell people the good news of the gospel. May they know that about you before they know about your political opinions. But beyond that, you help those that are hurting in your community. You lead people to a better way. You be a light in the Mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. If you're concerned about the poor and hungry, and you don't think that our government's doing a good job taking care of the poor and hungry, okay, well... What are you doing to help the poor and the hungry in your community? That's right. I mean, there is nonprofit organizations all over our community that help feed the poor, that help take care of the need, that help supply different needs. I mean, whether it's food, clothing, housing, there's churches that are are there ready and willing to help, whether it's like, hey, well, let's help you with this need or let's direct you to where you need it. Like, this exists in our community, yeah. in our country. Like this is a thing, not just here where we live, but across the country. Um, and they need help. Yeah. They're not overflowing with volunteers because we're too right. busy. We got the person we wanted. I'm going to sit back now and not like no. Your community needs you. More importantly, God wants to use you in the kingdom yeah. to point people to Jesus. To point people to Jesus, not your political party. To point people to Jesus. And once people experience Jesus, and then they start being a light to others, 
and it will affect how they vote and how they look at the country and how yeah. they vote morally. It all starts with Jesus. It all begins there and, and all that kind of flows from that. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you want to say, like kind of summing up? Yeah. That's kind of how I kind of sum that up, but like anything, yeah. anything you want to add? Yeah. I mean, I guess I would just say, I, I love how you pointed out, um, you know, that, that when, when, when someone's a believer, when someone comes to know Christ as their savior, um, then that changes them. Like what we're not saying is, well, just let's ignore, let's ignore the problems, um, with, with racism. Let's ignore the problems of, of taking care of those that have needs. Let's ignore all those things and let's just make it real easy by saying, let's just preach Jesus. Like, that's not what we're saying. Right. We're saying that first and foremost, when the heart of someone changes, when Christ saves someone and, and their heart changes, well, then that's that's going to deal with the problem of how that, that they treat, how we treat other people, how we view other people. Um, that's going to take care of the issue of of having hatred towards others, and and so what we're saying is the, the the message is first and foremost should be the gospel, and then not we end there. Well, it's the gospel alone that saves us. But once we're saved, once we believe the gospel, that changes us. So we are going to deal with racism. We are going to deal um, with with moral issues of even how uh, people view. Um, their body and how that they view of what God's plan is uh, for that in regards to morality and sexuality. Like when someone meets Christ, then all of those things, and we're going to help lead people in those things with discipling and teaching and training as we ourselves are growing and learning in those areas. And so, anyway, I thought it was a good point of saying, yes, first and foremost, it's, it's, it's Christianity. It's our faith in Christ but that doesn't mean ignore those other things. It's just that once the heart changes, then those outward things will begin to change. Yeah. No, that's great. Thanks for uh, coming on to live the Bible today. I know we, you know, had like the most controversial topic yeah. <laughs> ever today. Um, Glad to do it. <laughs> politics and our faith. Um, and if you have any uh, questions or comments, please put them uh, in below. And please be nice. Um, and also, please send any emails that you'd like to to the Biblicist Podcast at gmail.com. And if you haven't yet, please like, subscribe, and share. Have a great day.